Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey, good morning. Welcome to the Minnesota Real Estate Show. Thanks for joining us here. Top of the morning to you. News Talk 830-WCCO. Excited to be here every Saturday morning, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. for the Minnesota Real Estate Show. This is a local show. We are live here down at WCCO's studio here every Saturday morning, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. We talk about real estate, mortgage, current market conditions and we welcome your questions, comments, thoughts throughout the show. You can always use the CCL talk and text line, of course. And then also for our show, we have a unique number, too, that comes to us during the show. And then throughout the week, it just comes right to our office. It's 612-294-6949, 612-294-6949 for your questions, your comments, your thoughts, again, this is a show hosted by Mike Overson of Luminate Home Loans, Scott Wolmering, and myself, Ryan O'Neill of the Minnesota Real Estate Team and REMAX Advantage Plus. Um, Scott, good morning to you there, bud. Yeah, oops, 
Uh, good, uh, good to be here. Um, oh, sorry, getting my mic on. Good to be here. Appreciate everybody tuning in. If this is the first time you're catching us, welcome. If this is, uh, if you're coming back, welcome back. Um, we do talk everything real estate related and mortgage related as it relates to the Twin Cities market. Um, we're going to talk about kind of what's going on now, what we think is going to happen, you know, wrapping up 2023, and then what we can kind of expect going into 2024. If you've not caught us uh, before, have not gone to our website, it's mnrealestateshow.com. A lot of really cool features there. All of our great partners, uh, you can find out they've been vetted. They've they've worked with us forever. Uh, and then also, we've got a new cool feature, um, uh, a valuation on your home. Maybe tell them how that works, Ryan. Yeah, so again, mnrealestateshow.com. If you are a current homeowner, you can uh, just click on the top. It, it just says, get your home value. And it's an ongoing uh, tool that helps you manage the value of your property over time um, with current market conditions. Um, so it's uh, it's something kind of unique that we're doing for uh, uh, CCO listeners. Um, so again, be sure to check that out, um, mnrealestateshow.com. Uh, it is November, guys. It's November, and we've got Mr. Mike here in studio. Mike, as we always say, elevates our uh, visual social media stream <laughs> dramatically. Uh, people stay longer watching the uh, social media channels when Mike is on. But, Mike, a um, lot of good news. What's going on in the mortgage world, bud? Yeah, there's a lot of good news. Finally, after about seven to eight weeks in a row here, I finally have uh, good news to share with everyone as far as interest rates go. So if we look back over the last seven to eight weeks, a lot of it was all inflation. A lot of it was all on what the feds are going to do. So when they were talking about, hey, you know, we, we want to raise rates, you know, during this time span because we got to try to lower inflation and we got to get that under control and we got to get it to where we want to get it. Finally, this week, they made an announcement uh, on Wednesday saying, hey, um, we like where inflation is at right now. We don't think we have to raise interest rates or at least we're not going to raise interest rates at this meeting. We're probably not going to raise them at the next meeting, which is going to be in December. Um, and that caused the market to react positively. So um, that was Wednesday. Friday, we had a bad jobs report. And for first-time listeners, um, anything that's kind of bad for the economy is good for interest rates. And so with a bad for jobs home, report. For home interest For rate. home interest rates, yep. So with a, with a bad jobs report, we got another boost uh, in the market, and that helped lower interest rates even more. So most of the rates that I was quoting just yesterday on Friday were between seven and a quarter and seven point six two five. Um, previous to that, if we go eight nine days ago, we were at seven nine nine to eight point one two five. So it was a pretty significant drop here recently. Yeah, it's good, uh, I- interesting stuff when you look at it. Um, you know, guys, we also talk again normally in this first segment uh, just a, a real estate update as well. And Mike, uh, Scott, you're probably feeling this. We all are feeling this, too. New listings in the Twin Cities uh, increased slightly. So 3.2% new home, new numbers of homes went on the market, and that's a year-over-year comparison. Pending sales down almost 11%. So 11% less accepted purchase agreements. And then the overall inventory of homes is still down 7.5%. So we're at 8,800 homes for sale in the Twin Cities metro area. Last year was like 95, uh, 9,500 plus. And then the last number maybe to share, Mike and Scott, you guys could comment on this. They're talking about uh, rents have uh, fallen nationally 
um, in August, it, it fell 2.9%. And they said it marked the 16th consecutive month of declines. However, when you look at rent overall, it's gone up. Single-family home rents have increased 30% nationwide since basically the start of COVID. And um, the last uh, last stat to share is that American households are now spending 40% of their income on housing costs. Um, very high numbers. Guys, thoughts, commentary? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, we've... We've, we've talked about this a lot. It, it uh, um, I was actually just talking to a leasing agent the other day, and they said in the last two months has been the busiest two months about this a lot. It, it uh, um, I was actually just talking to a leasing agent the other day, and they said in the last two months has been the busiest two months that they've had ever. So this is a huge complex that this person runs, and they have no they have no vacancies until December first. They have one two bedroom apartment available December first, and these these rents are in the two thousand. Uh, you know, $2,500 range. And so what we saw here with a slowdown in the real estate market because interest rates went to 8%, obviously that kicked a lot of people into the rental rental pool. Uh, but you knew it had to come down at some point. I mean, there, there's, a, there's, a, a, you know, there's a cap for what people can pay on rent. Uh, and, you know, when you're paying 2500 bucks for a two-bedroom apartment, I mean, that's starting to push it. Yeah, and I'm just looking at the stat here. 40, 40% of the income from Americans is going towards housing. If you look at what mortgage companies use for measures on that, the, the housing debt-to-income ratio um, is a measure of the, the money going towards a housing payment versus your income coming in. Yep. Typically, the max you can go up to is around 40% and still get approved. So if you look at that, um, someone comes to me and says, hey, uh, you know, here's, here's the payment I'm comfortable with or here's the payment that I need to make, and it's 40% of their income. I'm basically telling them, look, that you're at the top of your, your number right now. And so having these interest rates come down um, over this last week will help that uh, come down a little bit. But, you know, we're just we're reaching the Peter principle. That's you right. Know, it can only go so high before no one can afford it anymore. And then it's just going to stop. So um, curious to see here what's going to happen in the next couple of months. Yeah, we're up against our first break here at News Talk 830 WCCO. This is the Minnesota Real Estate Show. We are a local real estate team, the Minnesota Real Estate Team. We help people buy homes sell homes, invest in real estate. We've got a top agent on our team, really all over the state of Minnesota and western Wisconsin. Welcome your uh, interaction, questions, comments, thoughts uh, at any point uh, at the News Talk, talk and text line, or again at the uh, 612-294-6949 is how to reach us uh, as well. This is WCCO. Welcome back to the second uh, segment of the Minnesota Real Estate Show. Hope your weekend's going well. And uh, we welcome your questions, comments, thoughts, 612-294-6949. We were just talking uh, with Mike Overson, Luminate Home Loans. Um, Mike, uh, Luminate Bank as well. Number of branches. Um, what is the difference working with a lender uh, maybe as a buyer out there, or if you're a seller, having that bank portion, that's important. Maybe talk about that a little bit. Yeah, sure. So so having the bank side of things here, which is nice with us, um, brings a couple of benefits. So every lender out there can do your standard conventional FHA, VAs, things like that. One thing now that we're a bank that we have is we can do construction loans in-house. So if you're actually looking to buy a lot and build a house, we can provide the construction loan 
uh, for you for that. Um, if you're looking at buying an existing home and you're self-employed and you don't quite fit into that box, the standard conventional box or FHA or conventional, um, we have some portfolio products. Portfolio products are basically just loans that we're going to keep on our books. Being that we're going to keep them on our books, we get to make the rules. So if you're you know, self-employed, you got great credit, you got big down payment, you just don't show that income um, that the standard conventional loans are looking for on your tax returns, we might be able to help you out with one of our portfolio loans to, to get you into that house. Yeah, I had a question come in. Uh, guys, current market tips as a home seller to get my home sold. Uh, tips, uh, what do you think? I've got some thoughts. Yeah, we, well, we've all got thoughts. So, so tips on getting your home sold. Uh, number one is uh, hire, the, hire the right person. Uh, in this market, uh, like any other market, uh, having someone that can navigate, that understands how to value your home and whatever. So, so starting uh, with with the right person to uh, to list it, uh, and then pricing. You know, I, I know it's we beat a dead horse to death in this, but pricing in this market is so important. Uh, if you miss that number and you're too steep and you're chasing a number as you start to reduce it, you're in a real you're in a real problem. And so, uh, having someone that can really put you in the in the best position to not be overpriced, but but not be weak. You know, still still be there, but enough that you're going to appeal to the masses is what you need to need to do. Yeah, a couple other thoughts. Again, use uh, professional photography. Uh, we've got uh, two great partners on MN Real Estate Show. Uh, one who often comes on air with us, Adam McIntyre, Barn of Nordy Photography, getting professional photography, videography, uh, very important. Um, presenting that because again your first showing is online nowadays people are seeing it online they're seeing it perhaps on social media so presenting it well um, it's also very important um, you know do you have a, does your agent have a good visual touch or do you need does he or she need to bring someone in perhaps from a staging standpoint to advise a little bit on decor on how the home is laid out you may think it's wonderful um, buyers may think it's not wonderful. Um, and so having that person as well come in to advise is a big part of what an agent does. Scott, anything else coming to mind? No, I mean, I, I just go back to, um, you know, having an agent that can advise you based on what the numbers are telling you. This is not 1998. I mean, we have the information at our fingertips. And so when you list a home, um, a, a, an agent should be able to look at the analytics that come out with the numbers. And so if you list a home and you have 400 save searches uh, through MLS, that's a, that's a very good group. That means there's 400 buyers that are looking for a home that meets your criteria. Now you're great. So you take that 400 people that have looked at it, you should see about 385 to 390 that downloaded it, went in for additional information, looked at photos. That means you're priced right, you're, you're, you're cooking with gasoline, everybody that's looking at you is interested. You take that same 400 people that looked at it and you only have 125 people that went in and, and uh, downloaded the additional information. You don't have to spend three weeks on the market trying to figure it out. You've got a problem. People that are looking at you online are not interested in what you're selling. And in this case, you're selling a home. You could be selling a motorcycle, you could be selling whatever. But in this case, you're selling a home and the general public is not interested. So you need to have an agent that is willing to say, look, guys, we don't need to spend three weeks. Here's our information. Nobody's saving it as a favorite. Nobody's going to look at inform additional information. We've got a problem. 
Yeah, and again, generally it always comes back to a pricing issue. I was talking to an agent on the team this week um, about a listing, and it happens to be a personal property, a fix-and-flip property. They've had eight showings on the property, and there's really not a lot of feedback that was given. And I had, I've got I, the feedback. Yeah. It's overpriced. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hard for people to understand. It's like, well, well, they didn't give me any feedback, Ryan. There's, there's no feedback that, and again, as, or the Minnesota nice thing yeah. is the feedback is, hey, great house just didn't fit with this buyer. Yeah, translation overpriced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a lot of that. We really loved like these features, but hey, we're not interested. So that's hard. It's hard as a, but it's important have a really good agent that's going to help you from a pricing standpoint. Super important. We are strong believers on this show of working with a good agent on both sides of the transactions, seller, listing side, but also on the buyer side. And in that light, there was a big, um, uh, the, the lawsuit, the verdict came out um, regarding a, a commissions and a conspiracy uh, amongst uh, the National Association of Realtors, large brokers, uh, regarding commissions. And the uh, the thought I wanted to share, just so everyone is really clear, is, is if you are a buyer of real estate in anywhere in the United States, you are paying a commission to have good representation. And it's like anything. You know, if you want to, you want to, you want to be professionally um, represented, there is a cost to that. And so, well, let's be clear though. It's not a full commission. You're paying, you're paying typically what's called an admin fee, which is a commission to the brokerage. Well, well, but also again, just so people understand is say there's a 6% commission that's split up two different ways. So there's a listing side commission and a buying side commission. The reality of it is you are paying for that 2.7, commission. The way it's structured um, historically, is that the listing broker is through MLS sharing that commission with the buy side broker. But the reality of it, and and I think what's going to happen, guys, with the lawsuit, is it's it's going to take. Uh, there's going to be appeals. I think this is going to take years to sift itself out. I do believe there is going to be more documentation that um, that is going to come out that's going to help both buyers and sellers understand the costs involved with purchasing or selling real estate. And I think that's part of it that's happening right now. But um, but again, my, you know, not just because I am in real estate, I really do feel we could do a whole show on the importance of a good buyer's agent and what he or she does to help you as a consumer. And there's a cost for that, Scott. Yeah, correct. <clears throat> you know, and it's been this way forever. And and so basically what what the lawsuit came out in, in just a real quick synopsis is that basically sellers went in and they were mad that um that they were not told that they are paying the commission for the buying side. So basically if it's a six percent commission, their 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 part is typically about three point three percent and the buyer side gets paid two point seven percent. And so what the sellers came in and said, well, we weren't, we basically weren't informed of that. And so we're paying more commission than we should. This should be the responsibility of the buyer. Well, of course, anyone with a mind understands that no eight, no buying more commission than we should. This should be the responsibility of the buyer. Well, of course, anyone with a mind understands that no eight, no buyer is going to pay you $15,000 
to um, so, so you'd have to come in with a down payment and your closing costs, and then write a check to your agent for fifteen grand or whatever the commission is to represent you. Well, no one's going to do that, and so um, so the lawsuit is saying, well, that needs to be split up, and so the uh, the uh, buyers need to pay that to their agent. Well, that's not going to happen, and I agree with Ryan. What I think is going to happen is just more disclosures, so the seller understands. Okay, Mr. Seller, you have the option of listing at six percent, or you could list at three percent, and then uh, and then the the buyer would have to get an agent. The agent would have or the uh, the client would have to pay that agent. That's not going to happen, and so uh, so it'll be interesting. And again, it's really complicated. Um, but that's kind of the that's kind of what it is in a nutshell. Yeah, we're up against the halfway point here of the Minnesota Real Estate Show. Uh, we welcome your questions, comments, thoughts. Six one two two nine four six nine four nine. As always, firm believers in getting representation, whether you're buying, whether you're selling a home, you're welcome to join the discussion at any point. Two six one two two nine four six nine four nine by phone or text. Hope you're having a great weekend. This is WCCO. Welcome back to the Minnesota Real Estate Show here on WCCO. We hope your weekend is going well, and we appreciate you joining us every Saturday morning, 10 to 11. Wanted to give a shout-out for a listing, uh, Ryan DeRody, a great agent on the Minnesota Real Estate team, uh, REMAX Advantage Plus, has one down in Rosemont, 14548 Blackberry Way in Rosemont, uh, it's listed for three hundred and eighty-five thousand. It's two thousand nine built, four bed, two bath, two car garage. It's a single family home. They've got new LVP flooring in twenty twenty one. Uh, new soft close kitchen cabinets, granite countertops, uh, subway tile backsplash, dishwasher sink, and disposal. Um, we got a new washer and dryer, Mike, in twenty twenty. And a big, expansive deck, 16 by 24, being built and completed by closing. Uh, Rise actually doing an open house today, 12 to 2. He's out there from 12 to 2. Check that one out. 14548 Blackberry Way in Rosemont for $385,000. Again, uh, talking about all kinds of things today, we had a question about home seller tips uh, about the lawsuit, the big commission lawsuit uh, that, that came into place as well. A lot of different things going on. Um, the other thing I was thinking, Scott, about just tips, and, and maybe you guys could talk about this, it is people forget, I think, during COVID, the market was so good that people um, just assume that everything sells. And what we're seeing a lot right now, I'm hearing from agents, homes that are very dirty, homes that are messy, homes that have just all kinds of extra stuff. And it's sitting. They're sitting longer and longer and more price reductions, uh, price improvements. And so that may seem obvious, but you need to dial it in, Scott, when you're selling. Price improvements. I love that. Uh, It was was price reductions my whole career. And now now the last two years, it's price price improvements. Um, But, you know, it, it it is true. So if you go back to the first four months of 2022, I'll give this example. So I was showing a house in a in a townhome neighborhood. Um, it would have been the highest sale townhome in there. Uh, it was three hundred twenty thousand. Everything else had been at like two ninety three hundred. And uh, we went in, and you could not walk in the house because the the smell of cat pee was so strong. All the carpet had to be replaced. The kitchen counters had to be replaced. 
And again, this was the highest price sale in there. I was like, well, this is crazy. I'm never going to get it. And there were 18 offers on it in the first day. That's what 2.6% does to people. You know, they're willing to buy it because they're, they're buying a payment. Um, that house right now wouldn't get, they wouldn't get any offers on it. So it's a different, it's a different market. You have to get, you have to put your best foot forward. You have to be appealing or people will pass. So Scott, I'm a seller. You, you come in and you say, you know, it, it, you know, if we get this thing shown correctly, right, we get it, the deep clean, we get it all set up the way that I want it. This thing will sell for 350. I come in and say, look, I want to, I want to list it at 375 because I think we can get that. And someone coming in, if they, if they don't want to pay 375, they'll just offer me 350 for it. Yeah, that's the. Uh, I mean, that's that's what the general public thinks is, uh, uh, and you hear it all the time. If you've been in this business, uh, the the two things you hear all the time is, "Well, I don't need to sell, and I can always come down on my price." Those are the those are the thought process that people have. Unfortunately, it's completely uh, incorrect. You, of course, you can come down on your price, but you're fighting two things. You're fighting Minnesota nice. People don't write lowball offers in Minnesota. This is not New York, um, and so you will sit if you're ten thousand dollars overpriced. You will sit until you've been on the market so long that somebody's like, okay, well, now I'll write. Well, it's a number you're not going to want anyway. So if you look at a bell curve, your first three weeks on market, everything is spiking. Your home should be gone during that time period for the highest dollar amount that you can. As soon as you hit that three weeks, it drops off like a cliff. Um, Your showings drop off. Okay, well, reduce it. Um, Well, people don't care. In all the years, and I don't know, Brian, if if you've ever had this happen, I have never in 25 years had somebody come in, look at my house that I have listed, and then said, well, we're interested, but we think you're overpriced. And then we reduce the price or improve the price. Uh, and I've ever had anybody come back and buy it. It's human nature. Once you've gone in and you've discounted, I'm not interested in that house, the number doesn't make any sense. You've already mentally said I'm not interested in it. So I've never had anybody come back. And say, oh, now you're fifteen thousand less. Well, now we're interested. Yeah, had it a doesn't nice work like that. Had a nice comment on social media too, uh, Mr. Joe Mack. Joe's an awesome agent on the Minnesota real estate team, Remax Advantage Plus. Uh, he commented, uh, Mike, maybe you can uh, you can add your thoughts. He just said, Mike, I totally agree. Buyers are paying for all commissions. In my opinion, it should be the other way around on all of this. The buyer's broker should be okay paying the listing agent since that buyer is bringing the money to the table and willing to be the listing commission. Uh, Mike, any thoughts uh, to share on that? I mean, this is how I look at it is it's kind of like closing costs, right? So, Hey, I'm a buyer. I have enough money for down payment, but I don't have any money for closing costs. So what do you do? You say it's a $300,000 house. So, and your closing costs are 10 grand. Hey, Mr. Seller, if I, if I give you $310,000 for this house, Will you take ten grand of that and pay my closing costs for me? Sure. sure. Yeah. Seller's going to net their three hundred thousand. Buyer gets their closing costs paid for. So all they're coming to the table with is their down payment money. Everyone wins. The commission thing is the same. It's just like, hey, I, uh, the the listing is three percent, right? So the the listing side has the commission from the seller. The buyer has to pay their real estate agent two point five percent. Well, why can't the buyer just go to the seller and say, hey, seller? Um, again, same scenario. You got a $300,000 house here. What happens if I give you $310,000 for the house and you pay my buyer's commissions agent uh, commission with that? It's the same thing. So really they're they're paying for it. Yeah, it is. It's a, we could talk hours and hours on this. Um just know that um again, 
I feel this is going to take some time to, uh, there's going to be all kinds of different appeals and such. Um, The short thing uh, for agents that we've been working with is just we're encouraging, um, communicate with your clients, help them understand, focus on customer service, focus on helping them, and just uh, continue, continue to move forward because the years that we've done this show, Scott, um, there's always, and again, this is a big deal, but there's always something. There's there's years of short sales, and the world's going to end because of short sales. And then there's bank-owned property, and values are going to fall off the cliff, and Minnesota values are never going to come back again. It's the end of the world. And there, I think we're at a time, again, with inflation, higher costs of everything. It's an uneasy time. So it's easy to go to the negative. It's easy to feel like the world is ending when it comes to real estate. The reality of it is um, this is another another important item, but we'll we'll get through it. Yeah, I mean, if you, again, cooler heads will prevail on this. I, I can't imagine a scenario three years from now if this goes into place where, again, you know, we have 15 offers on our property. 13 of them are being written by individual um, individual um, buyers that don't have representation. The nightmare that would ensue with that, no one's – the general public will push back and say, look, this this needs to change. So, so again, I think it's going to be a disclosure where the, where the seller understands how the commission is being broken up. We already do this as a company, so it's not going to be anything new to us. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's going to be a, a major, major change. Had another question come in again six one two two nine four six nine four nine about buy downs. Mike, are you having many of your clients do buy downs on existing construction or new construction? Yeah, I would say actually most of them existing and new construction are doing some sort of buy down, especially on the new construction side. You have any builder that's advertising any sort of, you know lower rate, you know, lower than what the market is out there and stuff. They're paying for a rate buy down. Uh, very common, you know, in today's new construction world to have the builder put a bunch of money towards getting a lower rate for the client so that their payment is, is lower so they can move their product. So um, I would say out of the, you know, the last 30 loans that I've closed, um, 28 of them probably had some sort of rate buy down with yeah. it. Yeah. Wow. That's uh, that's interesting. Got, uh, Scott, we're already up against our final break here at the Minnesota Real Estate Show. Again, every Saturday, we're here 10 to 11. We're a local real estate. Uh, Scott, we're already up against our final break here at the Minnesota Real Estate Show. Again, every Saturday, we're here 10 to 11. We're a local real estate team, help people buy homes, sell homes, invest in real estate. We've got our first-time homebuyer seminar and our investment property seminars uh, in Bloomington. We do those live every month. But if you go to mnrealestateshow.com, you can learn more about those. Those are free. There's no cost. We also stream those on social media. This is WCCO. Hey, top of the morning to you. Hope your weekend's going well. The Minnesota Real Estate Show is here. And we've got uh, just two other listings. Wanted to touch on Steve McDonald. Has got one in Bloomington, Scott, 8608 Oakland Avenue South for 335000 It's a Rambler, three-bed, two-bath home. It's got a great, convenient location, close to shopping, restaurants, both downtowns, local parks. It's got a four-car garage with additional storing, a newer driveway, roof, and mechanicals, and a beautiful sunroom and a maintenance-free deck. 
8608 Oakland Avenue. Again, 335 Nice price uh, on that one. And our last one, uh, Karen Lunzer. Karen Lunzer has one in St. Paul for 300000 1620 Euclid Street, four-bed, two-bath. There's three bedrooms on one level. It's got a new furnace, newer carpet, lower level, hardwood floors, two-car garage, and a fence yard. Check out the photos online for that again. That is 1620 Euclid Avenue South. Uh, we've been talking, guys, discussion a little bit about that the big lawsuit, and I did want to share just uh, two other comments we got on the social media stream. Um, one, um, Eric Allestad, who's a fellow agent, broker, builder, uh, great guy. He just said, um, uh, guys, if we want to be a third-world country, then yes, this lawsuit is great. We have by far the best system and process in the world to sell a home. He said, I'm half Colombian, and they do not have an MLS in Colombia. They pay 2 to 2 to 3% commissions, and it's a debacle to sell and find homes. He said, it takes way longer. It's a circus. My cousin Alberto, quote, said his brother's girlfriend's aunt, Azucena, might be selling her house in the next year or two. You should talk to her. Uh, Eric says, good luck changing the best real estate system in the world. It will hurt sellers and buyers. And Patty Zuzek, also fellow agent, broker, a wonderful uh, person as well, said, well described, guys. Thank you so much for covering this. Just an important guy, a topic, topic, guys. We could talk endlessly about this, but yeah. we really appreciate the comments and uh, and such. Yeah, it, it is, it's, it's one of those things that, uh, um, again, I agree with Ryan. I, I think time... Um, and uh, in different different options, the one option that I cannot see happening is the removal of the uh, of uh, of the uh, uh, buyer agent being paid from from the listing side commission. I can't see that happening. I think there's going to be additional disclosures that people are clear. People being the buyer and the seller, everyone understands what's going on here. Uh, and for the most part, I think we do that well right now. So I don't think there's going to be a real big change. Yeah, it is. And again, it um, just maybe Mike can comment on this too from a lending perspective. Super important to have a buyer's agent. Again, you are paying for that service, but there's a lot of things that he or she does. He or she helps you find a property, first of all. It could be through MLS. It could be through non-MLS. It could be through um, door knocking, um, sending postcards to specific neighborhoods. Part of your agent's job is to help you do that. Very important. Um, but then further, to write the offer, to know how the offer is structured, to know the contingencies, to know the ins and outs, what's in your best interest as a buyer, and then guiding you through the transaction itself. Very important. Just because you get an accepted purchase agreement doesn't mean it's going to close. Do they have contacts with lenders like Mike to help advise you so you can close, you can get a fair interest rate, your fees they're charging you are fair. It's so important to have a good buyer's agent um, always, uh, Mike, and you can comment maybe on a lending side too. Yeah, it's it's going to be one of those things where if you have a big enough down payment, you'd be able to roll you know, the, the buyer's agent's uh, commission into your loan amount. Basically, you're going to be taking, let's say you got 20% down, you're going to take 17% of that and put it down the house. You're going to take 3% and pay your agent with it, right? You're completely fine there. Um, if you're a minimum down buyer, again, if you're doing, you know, a, a 97% loan against the house, that's the max that you can finance against it. You don't have any room to build in a buyer's commission into that loan amount. So you're kind of creating a barrier then 
for that particular type of buyer to get into a house by, you know, potentially, you know, having what was claimed in this lawsuit actually go through. Yeah. And, and, you know, and I I don't think there's anything different than right now. I mean, right now, a seller could say, look, I don't want to pay 6%. Yeah. I want to pay your commission of 3.3%. I don't want to pay the buyer's agent, and and we would still list the home. Sure, I mean it, they're they're the boss. They can say, "Look, I don't want to pay a buyer's agent. I'm going to pay you." If an agent wants to work with a realtor, they can pay that realtor on their own. The only complex, and, and so the discussion would then be, "Okay, Mister Seller, Mrs. Seller, I understand what you're saying. Let's talk about what that means in real dollars in your pocket, because your showing is going to go down by ninety percent. No agent's going to show it." Um, any agent that has a buyer rep contract means that their buyer is going to have to pay them regardless, which they're not going to do. And so um, at the end of the day, the decision 99.99% of the time is that seller is going to say, oh, I understand. Let's list it at this so they get paid so I make more money. I mean, at the end of the day, that's the bottom line. What makes our clients more money and the system as it's set up right now delivers that, this would, would, would not. Yeah, again, we appreciate you joining us. Hope you enjoy the discussions every week. Mike, last thoughts for uh, for our listeners here in the last minute? Uh, I truly believe if you're a buyer out there, the next three months is going to be the best time to buy a house if you're looking forward through the next year. So uh, the reason why I say that, we're going to have the seasonal slowdown in the market, so you're yep. going to be competing against less buyers. If you're going to be able to, quote-unquote, get a deal on a house, it's going to be sometime in the next three months. Rates just came down three-quarters of a percent in the last week. Probably going to continue to slide down just a little bit here over the next couple of weeks. Going to be a great time to buy. Yeah, Scott, last thoughts? No, I agree with Mike. I've been telling all my people I've called and said, look, guys, if you're planning on buying next year, buy right now. Uh, these next three months are going to be – there's blood in the street, and when you're a buyer, that's what you want. Yeah, I want to give a nice shout-out again. Liz Knutson, awesome agent. Ashley Hineker, Cecilia Bill Ebert, thanks for joining us on the social media stream, too. We hope your weekend is going well, everybody. Again, if you're looking to buy a home, sell a home, invest in real estate, reach out to the number one REMAX team in Minnesota. We are here to help you and serve you as our customer. Enjoy the rest of this weekend here, everybody. Take care. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.